This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's Thursday today. Can you believe it? My mic got on. There you go. It's like we don't even know what we're doing. We don't know which end is up. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. We are streaming live at MyTalk1071.com and doing everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. Bradley Trainer. I have no idea what day it is, by it's the way. Thursday. It's Thursday. Mean, it's still Thursday. No, I know it's Thursday. You say those words, but I have no feeling of what day it actually is. So it's the day that goes right between Wednesday and That's Friday. Cute. But I'm still. Don't you have that experience? Yes. Like we've been locked away since Tuesday night uh, here at uh, Mystic Lake, and I can't tell. I feel like I've been here for like a week. Have yeah, you I been I feel outside? like I've been here for five minutes. I was going to say, the, the one thing is, I have not been outside since we arrived Tuesday night. Have you? No, and I heard that there was some weather last night. Yeah. I didn't see it because I was in a I know everybody was like, oh my gosh, it's severe weather outside. And it was like, you could have fooled me. Right? But here's why we're here. We are here at Mystic Lake Casino because we are in the middle of our eighth annual Project Down and Dirty, and this year it is Project Down and Dirty Comedy. Project Down and Dirty, our reality show on the radio. We uh, we step outside of our comfort zone. We try something new. Uh, we are putting on a comedy show on Friday night. And we That's have, tomorrow. That's that tomorrow night. Tomorrow, right? <clears throat> We've made that change from on Friday to tomorrow. Um, And we are also raising money for charity in the midst of all of this. Now, we are lucky, I believe, because the charity we are raising money for is Stevie Ray's Skills for Life. Also, Stevie Ray is teaching us our Skills for Life with the whole comedy show. So we've been working really closely with you. Welcome to the show. Thank you for Mr. having me. Mr. Stevie Ray, the legendary Mr. Stevie Ray. Legendary. Mr. Tell, Stevie mm-hmm. Ray. Tell that to my wife and stepdaughter. I was going to well, say, I'm legendary. That probably will happily do get so. you very far in your daily life. No, no. But I, here uh, at Project Down to Dirty, it really gets you far because we've been listening to pretty much everything that comes out of your mouth. I, I'm, I'm willing to have that because it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> Well, we are, uh, you, you have our rapt attention at all times because you are the one that is going to make sure that we don't fall flat on our faces tomorrow night. Yeah, it's tomorrow night. Quite uh, literally. So how are we doing so far? Oh, well, uh, Be honest. I'm, I'm very impressed. I'm working with the two other members of Stevie Ray's Improv Company, mm-hmm. uh, my, the co-founder of the company, Pamela Main who is our artistic director, Mm -hmm. and then associate director Joe Harstead. Those two are handling the improv portion of the training, and I'm handling the stand-up comedy portion of the training. And all three of us are thoroughly impressed uh, with the progress because uh, it it takes a long time to get this kind of stuff in your bones, and you folks just 
jumped right off the high board. We are laughing our heads off every day. Our professional troop members who have stopped in during yeah. the rehearsals have come to us and said, these guys are really good. Oh. In, in a way that kind of makes them worried. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, oh my God, we got to keep up with these We're people. We're not quitting our day jobs. No. But I will say, well, there's always room for a night job for some. But I, I have actually, to your point, I have been really, not that I don't realize how talented our coworkers are, but we just don't get to see them in this environment. And the, the, some of the t comic timing, some of the ability to just pull things out of nothing, it really yes. has been. And, um, you know, for you, uh, we should we should remind people that uh, one of the reasons that we have you here today is because not only are you helping us, and that is an act of charity, you also are <laughs> the head of a charitable organization called Stevie Ray's Skills for Life, right. which we've been raising money for on the Colleen and Bradley show. And um, we'd love to hear a little bit about how I'm sure in your day-to-day -day experience um, with Stevie Ray Skills for Life, you have similar uh, reactions. Like, wow, people who maybe didn't expect that they were going to have such a knack for for the yes. skills required are, are actually far more competent than they realize. Well, a lot of people only know improv through its comedy form, and they right. don't know that improv actually started decades ago as a technique for training people in communication skills mm. and how to interact effectively. So when Pamela and I started Stevie Ray's, we said, we want to do both. We want to do the comedy side and we want to help people improve their lives. Mm -hmm. So the Skills for Life project is where we go into homeless shelters, domestic abuse centers, at-risk youth programs, and we use the skills of positive interaction to build self-confidence, self-advocacy, communication skills. We, uh, it helps people find and get jobs. Mm -hmm. The job interview can be the hardest thing in the world. Dealing with landlords to try to get housing and advocating for yourself there. Yeah. Uh, difficult life situations. We've had people say, I have to go to court next week and fight for custody mm -hmm. away from my abusive ex-spouse. Mm -hmm. That's a very difficult situation. And people have taken our workshops for those purposes and come back later and said, oh, my God, I was able to handle it. Yeah, because really, I mean, you you do you have to trust yourself. Yes. And sometimes that's even harder than trusting other people. Both, you know, both are necessary in order to kind of be successful at what you're putting out there on the stage. Um, and that's just one of the major life skills you you learn in in learning about improv. The other thing about you, Stevie Ray, if I may just uh, be so bold as to give you many compliments right now, is that you, you are above and beyond your knowledge and understanding of comedy and improv. You have this like extra set of knowledge about the brain and how the brain works that has, for me, in working with you, been so um, helpful in understanding why my brain is telling me the things it's telling me and how to tell my brain to stop telling me those things. You can't improve your life if you don't know how your brain is working with you or against you. Yeah. So we study a lot of neuroscience and psychology to put into our workshops, and it gets people over these humps. Joe uh, Harstead and I were teaching a workshop just last week uh, for a Skills for Life project uh, session, and a woman who has been coming for quite a few weeks came in last week and said, I went from homeless to having two jobs now. Wow. And she said, it's only because I took these workshops that I was able to go in there and actually tell myself yes instead of telling myself no. Mm. And if you can't trust yourself, you can't trust anybody else. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of our peop uh, participants have PTSD, anxiety disorder, all because of their life situation. And it, this helps turn around people's perspective 
and and build a happier life. Yeah. That just is a thrill for us. Yeah. So how do you, how uh, just give us a little bit of the sort of nuts and bolts. Like, how do you determine when to do a class? How are these classes made available? How can people who uh, hope to benefit from them find out about them? Sort of the sure. day-to-day. Uh, an organization will contact us. Uh, in fact, one of the uh, charities that uh, I think, uh, who's doing Tubman? It's Jason and yep. uh, uh-huh. Alexis. Jason Alexis yeah. uh-huh. We've worked with Tubman before, quite often. Uh, an organization will contact us and say, we really think our residents or clients could use your help. We will set up workshops. We go in. The workshops are fun. They're interactive. They're, they're a bunch of laughs. And we teach them, like uh, you talked about, the brain mm-hmm. and how the behavior works and what the triggers are that we're using against ourselves. Uh, we'll do a workshop for a couple hours a week and go back and go back and go back. And as long as we have a good relationship with the organization and we see some positive results, we continue working with them. And we'll have clients within those organizations maybe taking a class for a month or for years. Really depends on the organization and their needs. For our listeners who are out there right now thinking, you know, I this sounds so cool. I would like to give to this organization. First of all, I'll tell you, all you have to do is go to mytalk1071.com and it's very easy to click through and figure out how to donate to Stevie Ray's Skills for Life. But but what does um, what does the money that comes in through our donors do for you? It allows us to give free training to those who need it. Mm. Our goal is to work with places uh, like homeless shelters and domestic abuse centers and places like that and say, okay, you don't have the money to pay for this, neither do your clients, mm-hmm. so we're going to do it for free. So once the money comes in, we call up an organization and say, now you get a year's worth of free classes for the people who need it, and we have the experts at Stevie Ray's who are set up and ready and waiting to go out to these places. Uh, I do quite a bit of the training myself because I really love seeing these results. Uh, and we have a bunch of other teachers, too, just waiting to go out. Uh, there are times we've said, we don't have the money, we'll just have to volunteer because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's so needed. Yeah. So every dollar helps us get more people on their feet yeah. and going. So you've said how much you enjoy you know, the work. It helps. You know, it's meaningful for you. What maybe are some of the things you hear from the other troop members or people that are involved that are going out and having this experience? What is that? How, how is it in, in turn helping them? I, I'm getting a little choked up mm. because they come back crying. Mm-hmm. We've had them come back crying mm-hmm. and saying, I can't believe that we were able to do this yeah. for somebody. Yeah. yeah. Because we don't, we don't experience their kind of life. And I had a woman in a workshop say to me, after taking a few uh, classes about trust and about, uh, about how you speak to yourself and how you speak to others, and she said, I realized my entire life has been about the word no. Wow. Mm-hmm. I've told myself no. Mm-hmm. And I'm passing it on to my children. Mm-hmm. And when they asked me, one, one woman said, my kids asked me where clouds came from. And I immediately said, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, ask somebody else. And she said, I'm going to stop that cycle right now. I'm going to say yes to myself. And when my kid asked me where do clouds come from, I'm going to say, God sneeze. <laughs> and she said, my kid is going to learn yes. Yeah. And that's the cycle that changes. Yeah. So our troop members feel this power that they mm-hmm. never expected by learning improv. Yeah. People just think, oh, it's going to be comedy. It's so much deeper than that. 
Well, and I, I was just going to say, and Colleen, you back me up, but the experience that we've had, just the, the small little snippet of it is, I feel like I'm psychoanalyzing myself over the last couple of days and really just approach, like thinking about how I talk to myself, thinking about how I talk, thinking about, more importantly, how I listen or don't listen very often. And that's, that's powerful stuff, man. And, you know, you add that with some fun, and that, that can be very transformative. It really is. And, you know, and, and there's this part of it, and, and, and I feel like you mentioned this perhaps on the first, the first day that we met, um, which feels like it was like a month ago, but it was just a couple days ago. Um, but, but that, you know, when you think about how kids, they don't, the kids aren't born with the word no in them, right? They sort of learn that. They're born with that imagination. They're born with that ability to see something where there is nothing. And as we grow, we kind of lose track of that. And getting back in touch with that and realizing, like, everything really is a possibility, it's it's like so fun and I just want to do it all the time and I have lived a very fortunate life so I can only imagine um you know you know for people who have had that no be such a prevalent part of their lives to feel the yes coming in with the way the brain is wired it is actually wired with twice as many receptors to receive negative input Mm. as to receive positive because it's much more important for the brain to avoid danger mm. right. and to seek pleasure. So that therapist will tell you as a result, for every no you hear, you have to hear a hundred yeses to overcome it. Mm-hmm. So people who have had a lot of no in their life, it's not simply, well, buck up and give it another try. Right. You have got to rewire everything. And children, like you've said, they're not born with anything negative in them. Yeah. It, they're born with more positive. And then they're fed this stuff. And you've got to oh, overcome yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And then you end up being 43 years old and mm-hmm. telling people no. <laughs> Unfortunately, we have to tell people no now. We have now. to tell you no now. Actually, we, no, we don't. Uh, yes, we can say but, yes, and, and we get to experience uh, more of this later on today. And we're going to have somebody else um, who has been involved with Stevie Ray Skills for Life on the show in just a little bit that can add to everything you've already shared with us. So thank you. Thank you, folks. Yes, and uh, and if you'd like to donate to Stevie Ray's Skills for Life, go to mytalk1071.com. Uh, keyword comedy will get you to all of the, the, the Project Down and Dirty stuff. And please, please, please um, reach into your hearts, reach into your pockets, and, and help Stevie Ray's Skills for Life help so many people. We'll be back with a dirt alert on the other side of this on My Talk 1071.